Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is brought to you by the Lagunitas Brewing Company's Chicago Taproom and Beer Sanctuary. Come for fresh beer, live music, and killer food Wednesdays through Sundays, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Or bring your group and hop on a brewery tour seven days a week. Swing by the Lagunitas Taproom in Pilsen or find some near you at lagunitas.com. Life isn't certain. Don't sip. Or... Beer. It's alive. Oh, yeast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw this great uh, Twitter post about how vampires drink blood because it's a life force. But it's like they could just eat beer and yogurt. Uh, Yogurt, yeah. Yeah. And they'd be eating things that are alive. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This This is Friendshipping! And the theme this week is... You're friends with a creep. Yeah, I'm really mad about it. There's nothing else to say about it. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Okay, let's take some deep breaths. Okay, let's banter before we get to the yeah, question. Because here's the thing. People come to us for our wonderful advice, but also our sparkling banter. And I have worm updates. I've got plant updates. I've got updates on other people's mothers. I've got cat updates. All kinds of things. I do need to hear about the worms. Okay. So. (laughs) And it kind of fits with the theme. Yeah. Like awful worm people. Yeah. Yeah. Legless, uh, little slimy, horrible creatures that eat dirt and poop out better dirt. Not even better. Okay. Anyway. Worms. How are they doing? Fine. That was my entire updates. They're doing fine. Oh, really? Yeah, they're doing fine. So okay. they arrived and, like, take me through, yeah, take yeah, me so, through what happened. So um, my little bin, little plastic bin of worms arrived. And um, so they give you, like, bedding and they give you, like, starter food and they give you, like I mentioned, the um, uh, the protein pills and the CrossFit membership for all the worms. And they seem to be alive. That's good. Um, are they wiggling around? Yeah, they are. Um, There's not that as many as I thought there were. A hundred worms is really not that many worms. Because uh, it sounds like a lot. It's not, though. If you think about it, like 100 people, 100 cans of soup, you've got a problem. 100 worms. I don't know, Trin. If I walked in my backyard and I was like, one, two, there's 100 worms there. I would I would think something was off. <laughs> well, worms, red wigglers are little babies. That's right. They're very small. Are they going to grow? They sh- they're supposed to. Are they going to get long? I hope not. Oh, well, like they're you know, like I said, they're like wolves. They're only going to grow to the size of the containers, and they should be fine. Also, as I mentioned last week, I've tindered my worms, and I'm going to do a little worm trade. Oh, that's right. That's so right. that will keep the genetic diversity of our worms good. Cat updates. Cat updates. So as you know, boogers, my Bugs, good old horrible Dugga. orange cat, um, has been officially diagnosed with anxiety. Well, welcome to the club, Duggo. I know, and like, uh, and my vet. She's great. Dr. Sherman. I've heard the nurses at the vet clinic call her the Shermanator, oh, which is that's, pretty that's wonderful. That's an endorsement, I think. Uh, and she told me that she had a horrible orange cat for 20 years. And he was always awful, just in the way I'm describing my cat. And over the course of 20 years, although she has a degree, a master's degree, a PhD in animal brain and bodies, she could not change his behavior. And she loved him so much. And she's like, I just want you to know it's not you. It's him. And it made me feel a lot better. That's really great of your vet to say that. It was really good. I like that she leveled with you. Jen, I got to admit, talking about these things that I like, I'm very distracted. Me too. By how I angry I am about this question. I can amping up for this question. Yeah. Because as soon as I read it, this doesn't usually happen with friendship and questions, but this time my heart rate shot up. Yeah. So I was just like, no. Ugh. Yeah. And at the same time, it's also like, you came to the right fucking 
fucking place, buddy. Yeah, I feel a mix of emotions, like relief, eagerness, yes. anger, like, all right, I'm like ready. Yeah, I'm also like, uh, okay, let's read the question. Let's yeah. just skip let's this. Let's just do it. Wait, real quick though, Jen, yes. scale of one to 10, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm like a seven, seven. Yeah, I'm a seven. Good. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty good. Thank you for asking. Did you want to talk about anything before we start ripping this p- question to shreds? I'm pretty eager to rip this person to Let's shreds. Let's just do it. Okay. There's this guy in my group of friends, male, 36, who makes one of my female friends feel uncomfortable. She's 19. She won't take off her hoodie even if it's hot out because she'll stare at her. She doesn't have any female friends. I'm the closest friend she has, and I think that's only because I'm asexual and in touch with my feminine side. What can or should I do to help her feel more comfortable? I've tried approaching the creepy friend, but he gets too defensive and intense and is mostly a pretty good friend to all of us. Thank you for reading and maybe answering. I'm male 21. I just need to take a deep breath okay. here. <sighs> oh, man. Okay, so we have some news for you, male 21. One, glad you wrote to us. Yeah, like you came, you have very good instincts in that, one, this person tried to solve the problem themselves by confronting the dude. They decided to come to us for help. They know there's a problem. And... When you're 21, I mean, like I'm picturing this myself when I was 21, like you're getting a lot of weird signals from different places. You don't really know who to blame for this kind of bullshit behavior. And I and I 100 percent understand why you don't have a playbook for this. But we do and we can help you. Yes. Good instincts. Also good instincts, including the ages of all the people involved, because we know that's important. And I can tell you know it's important. Right. You can tell that this 36-year-old dude skeezing on this 19-year-old girl, it was relevant enough to add into the question, you are already doing great. So here's the news we have for you. You are friends with the creep. You're friends with the creep. You're friends with the creep. And it's not even just that the problem is that your friend is a creep. The problem actually is that a creep is your friend. And again, you're younger, and we'll talk about the age gap situation a little bit more in depth, but the problem is not necessarily just your friend's behavior. It is also that he has been invited into this group of people. Yep. Lots of creeps have friends. A creep is not a monster that lives in the sewer. A creep is a good-looking law student who follows a girl around at a party and no one really notices. A creep is a teacher who pays attention too close attention to one particular student. Creeps walk among us. And one is walking among you. And so far, if you allow that to happen, that means you're endorsing the behavior. Yeah. And this is not to come down too hard on you, because, again, we 100 percent believe that your heart is in the right place. It's just that you don't have a playbook. But if there are other older friends in that group and then they are also endorsing this behavior, they might also be bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely time to take stock of the people around you. Trust me, you will not miss them. The people that were poisonous to me when I was 21 that I eventually drifted away from, don't miss them at all. Yeah, 100%. Let's talk a little bit about the age gap now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because we mentioned that if there are other older friends in the group, they're fucking up. Okay, so age gaps and friendships can be perfectly healthy. Uh, A great example is Jen and I have an age gap of several decades. I turned 14 this year. I am closing in on 76. And listen, she teaches me memes. And weird Twitter, wolf puppy, the share zone. I tell her all about my worms. (laughs) And it's a cultural exchange, really, you know? We learn so much from one another. It's a beautiful thing, really. (laughs) Um, But it doesn't sound like that's what's happening here. This sounds more like Drake and the girl from Stranger Things, Billy. Yeah, and... uh Red alert, red alert, red alert all over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's a if you see something, say something situation. A significant age gap in friendships can change the power dynamic. That is one of the problems that is happening here. And sometimes it's like, okay, awesome. I have a nice dad friend to ask advice and tell me about the world and its ways. But sometimes, and this may even be more often the case, 
it's that this person has a little leverage on you because they're older. And you may not notice this. It's the same kind of dynamic as if you are trying to be friends with your boss. Your boss will always have a little bit of power over you no matter what the scenario. And that is true with an age gap like this, especially when we're talking about a generational age gap. Right. I mean, this person can't even legally drink and this person is nearing 40. That's a huge difference. Yes. And I'm all about millennials supporting Gen Z. I think that that's wonderful. I think that we need to, you know, band together and like go to friggin' protest together. But it just sounds like this guy is hanging around looking at your friend's boobs all the time. It doesn't sound like he's really adding anything to your life. Also, if he is the dad friend of the group, bear in mind how destructive that is to you and everybody around you. He is giving you advice from his creep perspective. There is no way that you are not absorbing his jokes and behaviors and gestures. That is the kind of relationship everybody has with their friends, this uh, exchange of communication. My humor is different because of Jen. The way that I talk is different because I live with a Canadian now, you know? Uh, That is absolutely happening to you, whether you notice or not. And extricating this person from your life is the only way to change it. Yep. It's time to cut them out. You know, the sentence you wrote was uh, that I really noticed was, I've tried approaching the creepy friend. By the way, good job. Tried approaching the creepy friend, but he gets too defensive and intense. And he's, but he's mostly a pretty good friend to all of us. Then he's not a pretty good friend. No. Good friends are not defensive, intense, and creepy. I agree. Good friends will take your... Uh, if, if, if you call out a good friend, they should listen to that and act on that. Yep. Uh, and him being defensive just means that you cannot get through to him. Yeah, so uh, I feel pretty strongly that you are also being taken advantage of here. Yes. This 36-year-old expects you to do nothing about the situation. They do not care about your opinion. They got, in your words, defensive and intense. They expect to keep getting away with this behavior because to them, it's not misbehavior. Yes. He just wants you to sign off on everything that he does. Because if he cared about being a good person, if he cared about making women feel uh, welcome in his, in his spaces, then he would have taken your advice. This is why exactly why marginalized people are pushed out of relationships, friend groups, careers, just community spaces, is because these 36-year-old creeps are validated by everybody not calling them out. They are validated by everybody continuing to be friends with them because they are counting on good people trying to behave well and then therefore rolling over for a bad person. That's exactly right. And man, the herd mentality, especially when you're 20, 21, I've seen this too. I've been part of this too. If no one says something or if it doesn't go over well when you rock the boat or whatever, it'll just it'll just keep on going. Yeah. I think that you correctly noticed that the person whose behavior needs to change is the 36-year-old friend and not the 19-year-old who has to keep her hoodie on in sweltering hot weather so her tits don't get stared at. It is really good that you are recognizing who needs to make a change. Yeah, the sweatshirt thing is one example you gave us, and that is extremely disgusting. She has to change her behavior around this guy just to feel safe. You don't want that to be the case. You don't want to endorse this. So we're going to tell you, hard stop, cut this person out. And here's why I think so, because this person isn't a 20-year-old friend of yours who is maybe new to talking to women. And learning about the world. And learning about the world and is, is recovering from a lot of bad training in their life. This person is 36. And we already know, you already told us that they don't listen to you. So I have very serious doubts you alone are going to change the behavior and their views on women. Yeah. And ultimately, I know that breaking up with a friend sucks and it's hard. But what's worse is letting your 19-year-old friend who is a girl fade away and feel unsupported and feel creeped on 
And she's she's being made to feel like this is a normal thing that she should endure because this person who is older than her is showing her that this is what the world is. That's so unfair. It's like it hurts me to say these things out loud. And again, like we're yelling and we're mad and we're getting, you know, emotional because because of this guy, not because of you. Like I, if there's anything that I want to convey to you right now, it's that I, we want you to stay on board for this. We don't want to scare you away with being like, you need to do the work. You need to do this, this, and this. Because it's not your fault. It's just that, man, if you want to create a safe space for your friends, you need to cut them out. You got to cut them out. Yeah, we're not pretending this is easy. But we're mad because we've seen this forever. And we've seen people do nothing. And, and I, I, really, I really appreciate your instincts to write and ask other people for help, especially people that you know are two women. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good call. So, I mean, like, I want to keep talking about why this is bad, but I think that we need maybe if we just go into like the what to do now what to do now. Yeah. And um, I think the first part maybe is mourning the loss of this friend, because I imagine that there are reasons why you keep him around. He, You said he's mostly a good friend. I mean, that's not a great endorsement. Um, yeah. but Does he buy you beer or something? I guess. I guess he must. But you're, what are, you're 21 now, right? Yep. You can get your own beer. What do you even kick his ass to the curb? Doesn't. Oh God. I also, I'm curious to know if um, these two um, youngsters, <laughs> if they have other older friends and how those older friends are behaving around the shitty 36-year-old. That's very year old. curious. What is the makeup of this friend group? How did you meet this 36-year-old? Yeah, because if there are other 36-year-olds around who are validating his behavior, letting him get away with stuff, they are just as bad. They, they are, are just they as are bad. They are responsible. They are responsible, too. These people are literally middle-aged. Half of 70 is 35. They are middle-aged people who still don't know how to appropriately act around a 19-year-old. That's so sad. That's disgusting. Have you talked to your friend about this? Oh, the 19 uh, He has to have. Yeah. I feel Does like. it come up? I understand if it's an awkward conversation because maybe you don't have the script to go to your friend and be like, hey, is that guy bothering you without it sounding weird or cheesy or dumb? I would be curious if you've brought up or made eye contact with her when she's done that, when she's had to keep her sweatshirt on or something. Because one thing I would I would like you to be conscious of is how she's doing, yeah. how she's feeling. I think you have to, if there's going to be a scenario where this guy will be here, you have to warn her. Yeah. But ideally, moving forward, there will be no scenario in which you all are together. Like, the question really was, what can I do to make her feel more comfortable? And the only thing is removing this friend from the friend group. He's not going to change. I, I want to say this over and over again because this question seems to come from the viewpoint of an ambassador. You want to smooth this over. Your ideal situation here is that everybody gets along and he listens to you. And we are here to tell you that will never happen. You need to go for the B-plus situation, the next best thing, which is getting rid of him. Trin and I believe so strongly in people's ability to change. This is not one of those times. It's not. It's just not. He's 36. He's 36 hanging out with 19-year-olds. Already that's a red flag. Again, there are plenty of exceptions to this rule. You know, he may be an emotionally stunted 36-year-old, and that's why he has younger friends or something. I, I have plenty of friends who are not that young but are younger than me, and I can be kind of a dad friend or whatever. You don't need this dad friend. I forgot where I was going with that. What did you say before that? Oh, I was just talking about you've got so many red flags about this person. There's no rescuing him. There's no bringing yeah. him back. It's back not ashore. your job. And also, most importantly, it's not your job. Your job here is to ghost on him. Yeah. To make no plans that involve him. To, if you want, clue your female friend in and say, hey, we're, we're cutting him out, right? 
Yes. People are very scared to cut people out. But I want you to seriously consider the consequences of cutting this person out. Only good things will happen. Yeah. You might get some awkward emails, a couple awkward text messages. You know what's way more awkward? Having to keep your sweatshirt on because some guy won't quit staring at your boobs. Like, that is, like, I, I, I'm i cringing internally throughout the entire question. Because I've been there. I think we all have. Yeah, it's like why I won't hug people at uh, nerd conventions. Because... I can feel my boobs pressing up against the person. And I'm like, I don't know you, actually. Yeah, I just, this scenario rings true for me and for many people. This is why there are gyms that don't allow men. Why there are book clubs that don't allow men. Absolutely. Just to corroborate that, Jen, I remember being 17 and going to a show because I was always at the punk shows because that's the kind of weird nerd I was. And I was ordering coffee for the first time in my entire life. And I go up to the register and I was like, hey, I don't really know what to order because I've never had coffee before. You're a coffee place. Like, what do you recommend? And the guy was like 35 or whatever. And he was like, oh, so this is your first time. And I didn't pick up on it. Until, like, the whole interaction was over because I was 17 and very pure. You know? Yeah, and you were there to learn. And I was there I was there to go see a punk show. And I literally asked this older guy to, like, help me out, like, in, in choosing, like, what coffee to get. I ended up getting, like, basically a milkshake. And I remember turning to my friend Jill and she's like, hey, I don't think you knew how creepy he was to you. We're not coming back here anymore. God. Man, three weeks ago I was at a Blackhawks game. And uh, I went to get a beer and I was sitting by the bar. I was like staring off in the distance and this I was nudged by someone and I look over and it's a guy that's probably twice my age. And he goes, come on, you got to smile. Things aren't that bad. Are you fucking kidding me? And I was just like, and I go, don't tell me to smile. And he goes, why not? We're only down by two or something. And I go, I'm leaving now. And uh, I signaled to my partner, like, we're switching places. You're getting the beer. Like, this never stops. It never stops. Do I want that? That You know, what was I going to do? Turn to that older guy and be like, you're right. I should smile. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> do you want to come with me to hang out and watch the game together? You seem like a good guy. You just told me what to do with my face. So I see this as a great, we're definitely going to have a, a great friendship here. What we're trying to convey here with these stories is that your friend has to endure this in basically every aspect of her life. She gets to choose who her friends are. And you are her friends. She finds validation and happiness with you. But when you are with your friends, that should be when you feel safe. And she has no respite from being creeped on. Yeah. Yeah. Think of all the, all the ways and times she's being creepy when this guy isn't around. Just in yeah. like normal day-to-day life, let alone having a creep that's been welcome and invited into the group. That's so That's bad. terrible. Man, I feel for you because this is a tough scenario. And I wish more 20-year-old men would ask for help. Yes. In this uncomfortable situation. You are uncomfortable with this. You know, you feel like you have to do something. You don't know what. But instead of like being like, well, I'll just pretend it's not happening. You are actively looking for answers. And I think that's great. And I wish more young people would do that. And we are here to tell you we got to cut them out. Trin, what do you think cutting out someone like this looks like? Do you think you have to like make a declaration or just like ghost or... I don't know if there's a wrong way to cut this person out, honestly. I think we can go through a couple of different scenarios because, oh, so let me let me reread the question. So the asker wants to know, how do I do this? I've already preached the creepy friend. He gets intense. Do you think they should, maybe he should ask the female friend what would make her feel most comfortable? That's probably the first step. Real quick before we go there. I hope that at this point, we have convinced the asker to leave the friend. If we haven't, asker, 
Email us and tell us why you won't leave this friend. Yeah, and give us the reason. Please tell us because we can help you with that. Maybe this friend helps you get access to th- things like maybe he's in the industry you want to work in or maybe he lives in your building or something like that. Oh, yeah. If there Those are, are both like very common. There right? are creeps in your industry. There are creeps in your apartment building. So if there are complications that we don't know about such as those and you are not convinced that the right move is to extricate him from your life, please email us. Because we're not going to focus on continuing to convince you to do the right thing because we are 100% convinced that this is the right thing. Okay, so what could this look like? You're right, Jen. I think that there's a scenario in which ghosting is appropriate. I think there's a scenario in which a confrontation is appropriate. But no matter what, talking to the lady friend is the first move. Right, because she has more information than you do. Yeah. She knows what makes her feel safe. If she's like neighbors with this person, she has to be careful about how she leaves her apartment. Right. How she locks her door. There's stuff going on in her brain that you will not be able to infer. So you should bring it up. Right. There's going to be a a certain amount of glad handing you might have to do, depending on the approximate closeness that they have. Maybe he's her teacher because he could literally be old enough to be her teacher. Yeah, could be. (sighs) Okay. So... How does this conversation go with the friend? Do you want to, like, just pretend we are them? I don't know if I want to do that. Okay. But I do want to talk it out. Okay. <laughs> sure. If I were the girl in the situation, and I say girl, but she's 21. She's she's a, a woman. woman. Yeah. But she's 19. She's a woman. You're right. You're right. Right. Let's call her April. Okay. Because names just make things easier for us sometimes. So if I were April, and I'm still hanging out with this crew, there's probably a couple of reasons for that. One, like you mentioned, she doesn't have a ton of other friends, and that makes this this way harder. It it may be that she feels like she has nowhere else to go. It may be that she feels like if she doesn't put up with this guy, then she won't have the rest of you as friends. And I think that's probably the most likely situation. Maybe she's lonely. Yeah. 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 It's not for you to ask why. I think that starting the conversation before you even say, hey, we're going to talk about Chip, this horrible dude. Chip. I don't know. What was his name? Chip? Chip feels right. I just 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 didn't hear what you said. I just picked Chip out of the air. Chip. Yeah. I actually know like a a dude who was on Twitter as Chip and he's perfectly nice. Chip in April. Chip in April. So I think the reason why she's putting up with Chip is that she feels like she will not have any friends after that. So the first thing you do before you even bring up like, hey, we're going to talk about Chip right now is say, you know, I really care about you and I want you to feel safe and I'm your friend no matter what. Also, let's talk about Chip. That's really good. Lay the perimeter. You're laying the foundation of this conversation, which is, April, you can do no wrong. Yes. You are You are the one uh, hurting here. You're the one being harmed. So I'm here to listen and learn. Yes. And she may be defensive in a way. Like, she may try and laugh things off because that's what women are trained to do. I've done that. Yeah. She may be like, oh, this is <laughs> oh, it's no big deal. Give her some time and bring it up again in a couple weeks. Yep, yep. This is not going to be something that's solved in a five-minute quick conversation. I mean, maybe. Who knows? But I would suspect that this will be coming up a couple of times before Chip is effectively gone. Yeah. Man, maybe they might know each other through work. Yeah. You know, I just, I, it's hard for me to put together how these young people even know this old person. Yep. <laughs> this old person who's three years older than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this old person. <laughs> I know we're acting like he's like this old man, but he's certainly not as young as you, is he? He's not even in the same like age bracket. Like if you guys all ran a 5K together, he wouldn't be in your age group. No, he wouldn't. God, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good indicator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you said to April, you know, you were friends no matter what. I'm coming to you with this because I support you and I'm noticing that something is going wrong. I want to talk to you about Chip. I have talked to Chip about his behavior because I don't like it either. 
I know that it's wrong. I think also asserting how absolutely certain you are that this is a bad situation is really helpful. Yeah. Because there's going to be this defensive thing in the back of her head that's like, oh, it's no big deal. All I got to do is keep a sweatshirt on all the time. Yeah, yeah. Especially if she doesn't have a lot of female friends at this point in her life. Right. So she's not hearing a lot of similar stories from women. Presumably, she could have a ton of internet friends that you're just not seeing. But I will say I certainly became more aware of creeps in the world when I was surrounded by other women. Yeah. Jen, what a good point that she has no context for how bad this is, how common it is, and how nobody should be supporting this guy. Yep. Yeah. And don't further skew her viewpoint by then supporting this guy. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think establishing that you're on the same team, that you, no matter what she says, you know that this is bad behavior. Okay. So, again, that may be one conversation in itself, depending on how she reacts. Don't argue with her. If she starts being defensive about it or laughing it off, just say, what would he say? What I'm he say? here for you. I'm if here you for change you. your mind. I'm here for you if you change your mind. I like that a lot. Yeah. And then again, you do not, you, you personally do not have to hang out with this guy still. Uh, and I would say that you personally should not hang out with this guy. Yeah. I think that it should be you telling April, I don't want to be around him either. I don't like the way he treats you. And it's not fair. Yeah. And you are not going to this, into this conversation acting like you're the hero. Yeah. I have seen men try and be a knight in shining armor, the, is this guy bothering you type? <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is not you. You are here with genuine concern, genuine uncertainty, and bring that concern to her. And then again, live up to your words. And what you can control is you, and you aren't going to hang out with this guy anymore. Yeah. And I know we mentioned this earlier. I'm saying it again. This guy is bad for you, too. He is not just bad for your friend, April. He is bad because he is, he is, it's insidious the way this works. He is part of the patriarchal stew that you have to stew in. He's just one more thing that you have to constantly unlearn. You have to constantly reparent yourself to not act like this asshole chip. So it is in your specific best interest to not talk to him again. So the first conversation is telling April that you're not hanging out with him again. What you can't control is how this guy behaves. And you can't control what April does from here. It is her own life. She will make her own decisions no matter what you agree with. But what you can control is who you spend your time with. And I know you don't want to spend time with someone who makes other women uncomfortable. Because he's not just doing this to her. This is how he treats people. You don't want this person around. This is someone you warn your friends about. Like, hey, we're not, we're not bringing him. He's, he's not allowed. And you know, I know you know this. I know the asker knows this, but I'm going to say it anyway, just to like bring this thought to the surface. If you remain friends with a creep, other people notice and they know and they remember that about you. I notice when I see men post Instagram photos with a guy that I know is a creep. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I learned something very important about you. Maybe we'll still be distant friends, but I know that I can't trust you. Like, yep. That's, it's true. It's just the way it works. Women notice, people, all, all, people of all genders notice when you're friends with the creep. Yeah. Oh, so how does that conversation go with Chip? So we've had the initial conversation with April, which is, I support you. I'm alerting to you the fact that I don't want to hang out with Chip anymore either. This is what we're doing. So the conversation with Chip, I don't care about Chip's feelings. Yeah, me either. I don't think you can do wrong here. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't care about coddling him. I don't care about making him be like, you'll be okay, though. No, I don't really give a shit. You know? But we do have to have sympathy for the fact that the asker does. Yeah. And you don't want to make an unsafe situation for April. Right. I think that it's time to make a mental list of what you've been noticing. Because again, April, we think, is just one symptom of the problem that this man has. 
There is very little chance that his only issue is that he makes this one woman feel uncomfortable. So start taking note in your brain of what he's doing to you. Is he making shitty jokes about women? Oh, it's just a joke, though. Don't worry about it. Is he bothering a waitress? Yeah, is he hassling a waitress every time she comes by and, like, trying to, like, make conversation or whatever? Like, what else does he do? Because he does. He doesn't need to do other things for you to want to get rid of him. If April is the only problem in his whole life, you still would want to be away from him. Right. I just guarantee that there's more that you're not seeing. Exactly. It's just, like, I really want to convince the asker that this is the right move. Because the question indicates he doesn't think that way. Right, right. That's a very good point, Trin. I would say because you feel unsure and because this is maybe your first time encountering a situation like this, make it easy on yourself. Don't get yourself into an argument with Chip because this is not up for debate. Do not let him steamroll you. Do not let him talk you out of what you know to be true. Don't give him room to do that. Don't like, don't, don't. Yeah. (laughs) Expect him to disagree with you because he already has. He was too defensive and intense. And for me, if I'm disagreeing with someone, I can amicably disagree with someone, but if someone gets defensive and intense, I, I can't handle it. I have to walk away or I'll just cry or something. Like, it just doesn't work on What's me. What's even his defense, though? What, is his defense like, well, her tits are right there. Oh, right. What, or, is, what is any possible defense? Or well, she's it, 19, Trent, and she's a girl. She's legal. Yeah, so. so oh. Right. Yeah, there's no defense here. Is he saying, like, no, I am not creeping on her? That is wrong. That is just an incorrect statement. Yeah, yeah. And his reality is not reality. Yeah. So be pre- you can't argue with someone who's not based in reality. So I don't think you let this be an argument. Honestly, if it were me, I'd probably just cut him off forever. I, honestly, if it were me, I would just ghost and leave. And I would ghost and leave. And if he contacts me and asks me what's going on, I would say, hey, I tried to talk to you about the April situation and you weren't receptive to it at all. And I... I don't have room in my life for people like this. Great. And then block, block their number, do block what you have to number. do. Maybe give April a heads up about this. Yeah. But honestly, this doesn't have to be a debate or something you explain to them unless you really feel like you can. The last time I was around a creep, well, the last time I was like hanging out with a group that had a creep in it, they were really grating and really ruining this conversation we were all having over drinks. It was like a happy hour. Anyway, he started making a comment about one of his female coworkers. And I guess I should say this is not one of my coworkers. He works somewhere else. And it was about her age and how she could still get it. And finally, I just went, all right, I'm calling a lift. I can't handle you anymore. And I just left. That's so I just badass. left. I couldn't do it. I was like, I, uh, no. And then like, I... I, I add my way out. I asked one of the guys there. I was like, do you normally hang out with this guy? And he goes, no, it's just that like happy hours we're forced to. And honestly, most women just leave halfway through. And I was like, all right. Well, now I learned something about both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <fuck> yeah. <laughs> this person is not creating a safe space. And yeah. this person's just sucks. Yeah. Man, like I, this is going to be scary because you're young. And I'm sure that you've had like plenty of other rock star moments. You know, like I'm sure that you've stood up to bullies and you've done this and this. I'm sure you have. This is just going to be another fucking dope moment in your life. Yeah. Because really, this is what fucking awesome people do. Yeah. Man, okay, so it won't feel good in the moment. Nope. But I promise you will look back and be like, I am so glad I did that. There is no way you will regret this. So let's say you cut this person out. It will feel like a loss, like you've lost a friend. But I promise you will be amazed at how easily you can replace this friend with someone who doesn't harass women. Holy shit, yes. Like, there are so many cool people you can be friends with that don't treat your friend this way. Also, he's 36 and you're 21. Your lives, there's no way your lives look that similar. Right. So very soon, this person will drift away. I 100% agree. You can't change him. You can't be friends with him. 
and your life is better without him. Remember those three things. Write them down before you text him. Just those are 100% true. We can guarantee you that all these things are true. Yeah. I believe in you so much. And I believe that this guy could change. But yeah, I know it's just not your job. He won't. You won't change him. Though. Yeah, yeah. He needs pro- probably professional help. And he also needs people to stop validating his behavior by being with him. You being his friend is furthering his belief that he is in the right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he got defensive. What? What? I Trin, I loved your question of like, what is his defense? Yeah. Would it hold up in the court of law? No. Would a jury convict? I think they would. I think they would too. God, I'm so. I feel like I'm gonna like pop a fucking blood vessel in my brain yeah i um i'm angry i'm angry for april and i'm angry for the asker i'm trying to channel this into a very like power up masters of the universe kind of like yes a a a justice battle shall be won this day the righteous will overcome that's how i'm trying to think about this for you because again like you've given us a lot of indication that you are awesome so i hope that after listening to this episode we have pushed you off the awesome cliff and you grew some wings and you flew all the way down into the rock star valley soar like the eagle (laughs) like the the tender eagle that you are (laughs) Is that everything? There's no way we covered everything. There's no way. There's no way. But I think we got our main points across is, Asker, you know what to do. Yes. You know what to do. Look into your heart. You know it to be true. And we believe in you. And we we also believe this won't be easy. But what does Dumbledore always say? Like, what's right is rarely easy. Something. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we believe in you. And you can do this. And if you want to send us an update or qualify your answer with some other considerations, we are all ears. Yeah, this this is extremely important to us. Like, you are the kind of person that we want to reach. You're on the precipice of either continuing to validate this horrible person or being amazing. And we want you to be amazing. Yes, man. So we got this question pretty recently, Trin. And usually, usually we kind of go in the order they receive. Not really. Yeah. Uh, but this one we got very recently. And I was like, we're doing it. Like, this yeah. is exactly why... This is exactly who we want to speak to. I agree. Sometimes we have to do some like background research because we're not qualified to answer every question. Sometimes we just aren't in the mood for oh, answering yeah. questions. That's a good point. If we haven't answered your question, it's not you. It's yeah, it's us. not. It's us. It's 100 percent us. But this question was we didn't have to do any research. We didn't have to sit around and think about it because we knew right away that this was wrong. It took us maybe four minutes to write a page and a half of notes. That usually takes us like a half hour. Yeah, this is just our lives. This is just what we believe in. Yeah. Ask her. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. You're going to be very good. You don't have to be perfect. No. But you have to be good. Yes. We're telling you that. It's the law. Yeah, it is the law that you have to make a good decision here or else we will send over a fake cop. We'll cancel the podcast. No. Well, maybe we would meet every week and talk about people but not record yeah. <laughs> Well, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you want to follow us on the Twitter, you can at Do Friendship. If you want to buy postcards, you can at thefriendshippingstore.com. If you want to ask us a question, you can also do that at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing. Thank you, Alex Cox, for keeping the studio working. Thank you to Monica Verma for being our agent. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem. I'm Jen. And I'm Trent. This is French. Wait, should we do that again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I loved it, though. I'm Jen. Oh, sorry. Sorry.